Are you ner- are you nervous, bro? You nervous to be yeah, on the podcast? Yeah, super. Never once listened to it. Is that bad? And that's the voice of retired UFC fighter John Volante, and I'm Chris Weidman, and this is Won't Back Down, presented by Bio Accelerator. John Volante is my best friend, my main training partner. Um, you know, we first met back in high school at a wrestling tournament where we happened to be in the same wrestling bracket for the qualifiers for the county tournament, and uh, we ended up meeting in the finals. And of course, I put it on him. I think I beat him fourteen to two. But as the match was going on, you know, he was like laughing, like <laughs> about it. And he was so cool afterwards. And that's kind of how our friendship began. Uh, the following year, we both won the county, so we were on the state team together for Nassau County, and uh, we we became even closer as friends. And next thing I know, we went to Hasha University together, and uh, I got him to come out for the wrestling team, even though he was a football player. Um, and we just stayed really close um, until we were actually fighting. You know, we started fighting together too on the same card. So a pretty cool relationship. Uh, we just kind of bust each other's balls over and over again. That's kind of our relationship. Uh, we go through things uh, on this podcast about some street fights we got in together, some street fights where uh, he was stabbed two different times. Um, so some interesting stuff with that why he decided to retire now, and also what it's like for him now to start becoming a teacher. All that is coming up in a moment, but first I want to tell you about our show's presenting sponsor, BioAccelerator. BioAccelerator is the world leader in stem cell therapy and regenerative medical research. Through the use of their powerful golden stem cells, they help patients heal from joint and orthopedic injuries, autoimmune disorders, spine and disc damage, and neurological trauma. I went down to BioAccelerator and got treatment uh, about five months ago, and I am feeling so much better right now. I actually plan on going back down again just to get some more in me before uh, my next fight. Uh, I can't thank them enough. Thanks again to BioAccelerator for sponsoring the show. And without further ado, here's my conversation with John Vellante, which is also available on Chris Weidman's YouTube channel. Why is it out of everybody I've ever had on this podcast, you were the hardest to get on? <laughs> Explain that to me. I'm the most popular, I guess. I'm the biggest. I've definitely had, isn't it something about like injuries or something? That's what the thing is. I've definitely had more injuries than anyone on your thing. I don't I don't know who you've had. But you think so? I've got some pretty bad ones. Uh, what else is that? All it is is coming back from injuries. I don't no, it's come... not. You're you're the you are. The That's one. what the idea of this podcast is, right? I don't the know. The beginning, the beginning of this podcast, it was centralized on the the concept of goal oriented people that have set that have faced adversity, overcame that adversity, and came out on top. So, like, just you know, so not push, to do with injuries. No, and injuries. injuries could be in, injuries is a big part of it because I had Anderson uh-huh. Silva on as my first podcast. I tried to get Alex uh-huh. Smith on because we had similar terrible injuries. Uh-huh. Uh, but like injuries is definitely a, a part of it. That's something we could talk about. But we could also just bullshit and talk. Uh, but yeah, I don't really, I don't really, yeah, I never really like miss time because of an injury. I, I'm tough, you know. I don't let I don't let little bones come out of my leg and cry about it like a little baby. You know what I mean? Bones <laughs> come out of my leg, I'm good to go. All right. Well, let's, since you want to talk about injuries, go ahead. What kind of injuries no, have you I'm had? Good. Pushed through? How'd you push through? 
You did. All right. How many, How long did you have a torn ACL and, and kept fighting for? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's I talk about two torn ACLs, not one. Two. Two torn ACLs. For like, probably like six, seven years now, I guess. Wow, <laughs> this is crazy. Maybe a, little, maybe a little bit less. Maybe five, six years, something like that. So you're fighting. And you know what I just UFC. found out, too? I didn't tell you this one. So you're like, I, uh, so I'm having trouble picking up Luca for like, I don't know, past like six months. I don't know why, but like the bicep curl, I'm having trouble. So I'm thinking I'd like probably tore something in my bicep, blah, blah, blah. So I go get it checked out after the fight. And uh, uh, I, I go and I see Levitz. And he's like, no, you got to go. Uh, Dr. Levitz. Dr. Levitz, you got to go see, go get your, uh, let's, let's MRI your shoulder and see if it's coming from, I'm like, dude, I don't think it's coming from my shoulder. It's my bicep. He's like, let's MRI your shoulder. I'm like, all right. So I trust them or whatever. And I go there and I have a torn labrum in my shoulder. Really? <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. When do you think no that sense. I just have a little bicep pain, but I could still like pick my arms up and right. I thought torn labrum means you can't pick your arm up. I don't know because the only time I tore my labrum was because of you. I never, <laughs> bro. We're not gonna talk about that. No, we can we can talk about that too. Let's We're allowed it. to talk about that. Yeah, everything every, everything is allowed on the won't back down show. That's you. Said you tore your own labrum. Can you talk about the one point won't back down when you tore your own labrum? Um, wait. So what's going on with your labrum? Is it what can't you do now? No, it's fine. I just couldn't pick up Luca. Really, like I can't bicep curl. Really, like to pick him up like this way. You know what I mean. <laughs> I bet like, I so really only Luke is the only thing that you can't pick up. No, well, that's what I gave you. Man. Otherwise, what the fuck do I really care? <laughs> but I heard <laughs> I you're, wrestling, like, you're wrestling and stuff like, with the guys, I heard, right? The guys on the state team. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like they're high school kids. If I can't beat high school kids, then I'm in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I talked to Tyshawn, the uh, the new athletic director over oh at my place. God. Big time. He said he was watching. He goes, man, he's got, he has to learn to uh, let these kids tire themselves out first. You know, he was jumping <laughs> in there too early. Yeah. Well, that'll give him why I even went in there. It was state practice. And I started drilling. I've never drilled. I, we, how long do we wrestle? We never drill. <laughs> so like, I just drove with the kid cause he didn't have a partner. So I'm drilling with them, drilling. I'm like, man, this sucks because then I'm actually letting them take me down, and, this, and that's the part that hurts the most. <laughs> well, your big ass has to keep getting back up again. Yeah, it's that. Well, getting back up, knees, you know, bending the wrong way, and this yeah. is fun. So that kind of sucked, but it is what it is. I mean, it, I don't have to shoot or anything. When I wrestle live, all I do is snap guys down, front headlock, and that's it. Really, so if I can't do that, then I'm in trouble. But I, mean, I can I do kinda, all that. I kind of do the same thing. I feel like yeah, you're not really sh- how much are you shooting. I mean, you were a low single guy, but yeah, um, you do the shuck. All you do is the shuck. It's the one thing you do. It's your one the, move. The shrug. It's what is shrug. that? The shrug or the, the shrug? Sh- the shrug. Yeah, you shuck a clam. You shuck clams. You shuck. shuck oysters. You shrug. You shrug people by. You don't shuck people by. No, no, no. Stop. You stop doing. Is that something? Movie. Where have I, I heard it's shuck? The before? shrug. But some some people call it a shuck. Am I right? I've heard shuck before, but all right, shucks, shucks, <laughs> shucks. Oh yeah. Well, we could talk about when we tore when you tore my labrum, and uh, I I you didn't want to talk about it. You changed the subject. No, I quick, changed the subject, so, uh, but I figured we would come back onto it. I wasn't going to forget. Um, right. You want you want to tell that story, or you want me to tell it? 
No, I don't know how deep and involved you want to get. So I'll let you tell the story. So I was, I was, so, yourself. so this is before I'm fighting Anderson Silva for the first time. And uh, it, yeah, you could mention how I got you the title shot. This was not before Anderson yeah, Silva. This was before that. Tim Bosch, first of all. So yeah. I actually got you the title shot. So really make, tell the story right if you're going to tell the story. I was going to give you credit. Started, you started it off wrong. You said this is the first time before I'm supposed to fight Silva. No, you were supposed to fight Tim Bosch, and you pulled out a Tim Bosch fight. I'm referencing to the Anderson so Silva you're wrong. fight so people could Tell understand. the story right. Okay. You know what? I, I, was, supposed to, I was supposed to you. fight Tim Bosch. My house just got hit by Hurricane Sandy, so I, I, you know, I was living in my parents' house, and – Long Island was a mess. So we ended up going to Arizona to train before my Tim Boach fight. And Volante came with me. I don't know if you were getting ready for a fight at the same time or not. Or just coming to hang out and so. like help me train. Yeah. But we were training with all the guys over in Arizona. And um, they had a basketball court. in. It was a sick gym. They had a basketball court in the MMA gym. Arizona Combat Sports, was it called? Is that the name uh, of the gym? I think it was. Was it Power? I think it was Power. Oh, Power. Was power. Oh, yeah. That's right. It was Power. Yeah. It was Power MMA in Arizona. And so they had a basketball court, and I'm the best athlete when it comes to playing basketball, and like out of all the fighters by far, you have to admit. So we're, we're playing basketball, and Volante is the guarding. prelude to why he tore his shoulders because yeah, he yeah. thinks that. <laughs> so I, Volante's got the ball, and he starts like dribbling like a two year old to the basket. I go to like jump up and block him, and he literally just ducks and hip checks me, and so I fly over him, his body, I land directly on my shoulder. And my shoulder shot right away. I'm like, holy crap. My shoulder, I've never felt this before. Couldn't move my arm. Fast forward, I went, got an MRI, tore my labrum, tore my rotator cuff. But we couldn't, we couldn't tell the UFC that like, I was, it happened during basketball. So we said it happened like wrestling in a wrestling. Uh, You're going to get fired now. Aren't you still an employee? It's like 2000. I can't. Isn't there like a? Yeah, I don't know. There's a statute of limitations on. Look at you with with all these legality words. Like that's (laughs) super smart of you. There you go. Um, Yeah. So he tried charging at me as I'm going up for a layup. And what am I going to do? Go up for a layup and get destroyed? No, this guy is ridiculously running with his floppy feet. You got to hear how loud he runs. No, no athleticism to him at all. His feet point in two different directions when you when he runs. This is how he runs. This is his feet. They look like this. So when he running like this and he goes to jump up and block my shot, obviously I'm not going to jump up. So I kind of shy away. And he goes, I I, I didn't duck down. He flew over a guy six foot three. I'm telling you, I'm. He jumped over me to my point where his feet hit so my I shoulders. So I could jump high. Full. You're saying I could jump high. Yeah. When you're running with a full head of steam, you better be able to uh, jump So I'm athletic high. to jump high. Okay. No, that's not athletic. That just means <laughs> that's you jump high. <laughs> that's, anyone could jump high. In the high. combine, they measure the vertical. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're not from a running vertical. It's a okay, standing so vertical. They should. Okay. Why should they do that? Because there's more athleticism in running and jumping than just the jumping. Vertical, the reason they test the vertical jump in the combine, if you really want to know, is to test explosion from a standstill. That's ex- testing your explosion. Bro, just because you're in the NFL Running for like a jumping. day, does it? <laughs> you get to talk like you're a superior. I'm like this. I do this st- a lot of strength coach stuff now, so I try to work on all that like explosion Bro, type stuff. I don't care. A- ask, ask Troy about what it was like to play me in basketball. Troy played basketball in high school. He was a really good athlete, and he was a really good basketball player. He tra- He challenged me to – to horse and he got exposed. He knows you how are I am. terrible. Uh, You're a Volante. typical, typical. Am I not? Wrestler hang on. You don't like think I'm a good athlete. You don't think I'm a good athlete. No. You don't, 
We played the same sports in high school. Who had better accolades? Me. Me, by far. Had better accolades. I was a four-time college All-American. Wait a second. So was I, first okay. of all. All right. I was a three-time <laughs> college All-American. You played a Juco. Does Juco really count? I guess that counts. Okay. Uh, I, I was a three-time college All right. High school. In a we lot harder sport to get All-American. We actually – how did we get to know each other? How did we meet? We met least, in, a, in an interesting what? way. Why don't you tell everybody? Yeah, you're a little bit older than I am. I'm one year old. We were on the state wrestling team together. No. That's <laughs> no. how we met. <laughs> no. I'll tell you how we met. So we're, we're on the I'm, state wrestling team together. I believe it was Calhoun High School was where is is where it all started between me and Valerie. Oh, I think it was it Calhoun. Yeah, I Maybe. seen this I seen this this jock, this this meathead wrestling in the semifinals. After I had pinned the guy in the semifinals, I was like, "All right, who am I going to wrestle next?" And I see these two guys in my weight class and they're like punching each other in the face and this this one dude, Volante, is like pushing the kid off the mat. He's just being a complete doofus and not a nice person. And I'm like, all right, he looks pretty tough. You know, he's big and strong, but I'm going to throw him around. And uh, so he wins that match, and I see him in the finals. And I, I'm i literally tech-falling him. I beat him 14-2. to two, but I know how to wrestle to yet. Him, I know how to wrestle yet. As I was about to tech-fall him, his coaches are screaming, Weidman, please don't tech fall him because they thought he quit. Now, do you they, think anyone? Do you try to do you try to get any sort of like? Do people believe Coach you Greenblatt, on the things you say Coach on the show? Greenblatt was like, Weidman, please. <laughs> yeah, right. You were future state champion. Weidman would never. Weidman would never sabotage that. You were state. Cha- How many state champions? Did you <laughs> How'd you win the state champion? Is that picture right there? That one right, right behind there, you? Right there, baby. Right there. Look yeah, double overtime. And uh, how'd you? Let's win? talk about Do- what happened with me and you. <laughs> So I, I was a young you. buck. How, how I was learning how to wrestle. I was learning how to wrestle. I was learning how to wrestle. And I was a, I was two team. I was two sport first team all state. And what happened you? practice? In, in, I was what two sport in practice in the state cha- in the for, on the state team. What happened? I was, I was still learning how to wrestle. I was long. still learning Even how to wrestle. Were senior, who else practiced with us? Oh, you know who I was talking to the other day, Coach Whalen, when he thought he hurt you. Oh, he's a ref right now. Yeah, he said he was what heartbroken. He he's the best guy. He felt so bad. He said, I didn't know what to do. He's sweating. Yeah. I was talking about it the other day. He had like he's a, a, he he like a tear in his eye. I felt yeah, so he's bad the best him. guy, too. Uh, so that story oh. is Coach Shippos, who's like, he's the man. He's wrestling yeah, he wrestled like, Iowa State. He yelled like at him, right? 78 years old now, but he was my coach, and he was just old school, tough. And... um and I love him to death. But there was one day, it was before the state, it was before the county championships, and I was favored to win the counties, and it was a big deal. No, it was and all the that. states. It was state practice. Before the states? Oh, yeah, okay. It was state before practice. the states. Because I was there. I was, I was favored to win the states and all that. And so, you know, it was a big, big thing. And so the coach, Coach Whalen, came in. He's like 300 pounds, and I'm a 189 pounder. And I start wrestling with him because it was, I guess, just to get some work in. And he as was I'm a state champ him, too. He was really good. He yeah, was, he, was was a, nasty. he was a big, strong, tough dude. And uh, I, I went and did like a misdirection shot, and he like sprawled and sprawled on my neck, and I got a stinger, and I like fainted from pain. My neck was destroyed, and Coach Shippos just started screaming at Coach Willen, "You can't control your weight. Get out of this room!" Like just belittling him. And this dude who's like three hundred pounds was looking at Coach Shippos like, "I'm so sorry," and he was like crying. I felt yeah, he's the best. Awful. He's a good wrestler. I mean, he was there helping us out. No, he was better. helping you me out. You need big guys like that, you know? No, nah, he's the man. Excellent. Yeah, I don't hold that. Of course, I don't hold that. Even though I've had two neck surgeries because of that. 
No offense. I probably sue yeah, him. It's all <laughs> I'm all. just kidding, Coach Wellen. You're the man. But, um, oh, yeah. But anyway, Volante, for all the people out there, I bust your balls. I'll probably say it in the intro, but Volante was the oh, Thorpe nice Award things? winner. I'm going to give you some props oh, now. Yeah. He was the Thorpe Award winner, which is a big deal because that means out of all of Long Island's, which there's a lot of great athletes on, they pick one football player for offense and defense, right? So just one for both. Yeah, it's not all Long Island. It's just Nassau County. But oh, it's just Nassau County? Yeah. All right, in, so in, in, in Suffolk County, they have the Hanson Award, which is the same idea as the Thorpe Award. But. Gotcha. So anyway, Volante won the Thorpe Award, which is like the biggest deal in Nassau County. Even though he was a Conference 3 kid, I was a Conference 1 kid. So Conference, conference 2. Conference you were Conference 1 and Conference 2. And the only time we got to ever played Baldwin, they destroyed him. So. Definitely. Bro, stop. You want to talk about that? That's Definitely. not a lie. You can look it up. Google it, America. Not when you were there. <laughs> Google it, America. <laughs> um, um, but, but yeah, yeah so you, were, was you were a good so athlete. I was a two-sport, two first-team All-State Two sport all American in high school, and you were one sport. So basically, was, that so means I'm the better at Just so everybody knows, and I'm only I only get cocky like this. I don't know how you could talk about being good at football. There's no so way. I'll tell you right now. I've watched you run around. I've watched who wins the sprint between things. me and you, bro? What'd you run in? You one like sprint, I could. You could beat me. One sprint, you cannot beat me. Okay, we did ten sprints in a row, and you All said right, the same thing for ten sprints story. in a row. You didn't beat me I, one. I can't. I'm tired after <laughs> freaking. I woke up the stairs. <laughs> what? So I said I get tired walking up the stairs, but if it's one walk up the stairs, I can handle no, it. No, when That's we went to it. professional physical therapy, yes, uh, it was ten we, sprints we in a row. That's track. too much for me. But it was the first sprint. I remember Jamal was there, strength coach, know. and he said to you, John, "Okay, try to beat him in this one sprint." And we raced, and I beat you in the forty-yard dash. Meanwhile, I you ran like what'd you run? How fast? You no kind of? way. What's the fast? Four five nine. I ran a four five. I ran a four, four five five nine at two hundred two fifty-five. <laughs> so how fast does that mean I run? <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> you're not. I'm like a four four forty. Oh my god, it's, you're out of your mind. True. I'm glad you believe that. Can I get one of those shirts? Where do I get one of those shirts? Nah, I can't uh, want that shirt. It on, it's pretty uh, terrible. You could buy it. I got to. I got to repost the link. But yeah. Um, so how how are you going to say you're a better athlete than me, bro? All right. I mean, you let America decide, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what what are you doing now, man? You made uh you made some big changes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I was, uh, back in college I wish they had a camera following me around it is wild so Bro, yeah, I I'm back so, in college hang on let me just preface this first so Volante had how long how long of a career yeah we started the same time so like 12 year yeah, professional 2009 we start, our first fight was 2009 yeah February 09 yeah and my last fight was no screw this December. I don't want to talk about this yet bro I know what I was going to talk about I want to talk about I want to talk about me, my high school football career and why I think I was good. Why? Because you just asked me. You tried That's to completely. You just tried to take a dump on that me. Can be valid. People it's just terrible. think of me as a wrestler. You were awful. I was a three-time all-star in every sport I played. Every Wait, every sport never, I was. How proud. do you figure? Okay, let me explain. This. Nobody so ever Baldwin, mentioned you as the year. Any the year I played in Baldwin, which we had a very good team. We had five guys go Division One. Those guys and never made it out football, of the playoffs. It's all about politics. Never won a playoff game. In football, never won a it's all game. about politics. And they need game? the they need the that that um, 
you know, the, the label put on them. They need to be all conference or all county or all state, or whatever, in order for these deep division one teams to look at them. But each team only gets a certain amount of people that they're allowed to put as all county and all conference. Because I was getting these full rides to division one schools for wrestling, they knew I was going wrestling. They couldn't give me that label of being all conference in all county. But I had the most sacks in all, all of Nassau County. I had two sacks on the Brickershaw Ferguson. Go look that up, world. Two sacks on the guy who was third overall as an offensive lineman at a university, uh, university of Virginia from Freeport, my rival. So, yeah. That's Did you guys ever win a playoff game or anything like that? No, right? But you had all these nasty people we kinda, who went we, and played we had, college football, we had, right? We made some big mistakes in some big games. Oh, big mistakes. But we were very talented. Yeah. Hey, how about Hofstra? I mean, I, how good was Hofstra? But you guys had six guys go to the NFL. Um, as a guy who coaches yeah, exactly. high school football now, I can tell you this. We don't care what you're doing. To go, if you're gonna go playing college or not, you, the person who deserves it gets to be okay, all, you, all county. You, let me give you this as a. As I can't example. speak for your you coaches. Two defensive I can ends. speak for my coaches. If you have two defensive ends, right? All right, one, and one's one way better than the other. No, no, no. Close. One defensive end is his goal is to play in college, and he's looking at right. West Virginia University, and he has ten sacks, right? And he's unbelievable. Yeah. The other guy on the other side is just a, a wrestler he's gonna he's going to college he's gonna go to college and wrestle you know in, in, in division one right and that's his thing but he happens to have 12 sacks and he's the best defensive end we've ever seen but the other guy has <laughs> gotta seen. go he's he, he really wants to play football in college which guy are you gonna give the label to now these are both the ends that are this good right why can't i pick them both if they're that because good? because you also have a strong safety that's looking to get to college you know, you so you guys are you have all these back. guys that are getting all these sacks and they're that good and they're all playing in college. Yeah, but you guys can't win a playoff game and you can't you well, can't make the so playoffs. That's why, if you're gonna, yes, this, this happens. It's a team I guess sport. So. I mean, yeah, high players. school sports. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell sure. me about college sports. In, in Hofstra, there was six guys went to the NFL from your graduating class, and right. your team was terrible. Right. Uh, we were seven and four. So you guys were seven and four, and six guys went to the NFL. Is that not a little weird? I mean, yeah, there's other teams that have as many guys in the NFL, too. One double-A football is pretty good, man. What? So there's some guys in one double-A football that's pretty good. So that's what happens. Yeah. All right. So let's go into you. What happened with you in your football career? You you honestly – What about it? Why I stopped playing Hostra, football? At Hofstra, you were, I think, the best football player on the team. I think uh, right. everyone Maybe. Who watched thought you were the best on the team, but there were six guys that went to the NFL, and you weren't one of them. What the hell happened? Uh, it's probably why I'm a better fight. I uh, when we had an old coach, Coach Gardy, I probably would be in the NFL if I still had him. But he left my junior year, and a new guy came in. And when he came in, you never know. I think I tell you the story. When he I came in, oh, okay. Well, when he came in, you're not coaching. Uh, I had a little bit of an attitude problem. I was definitely, <laughs> I was a kid. I was a little bit of an attitude problem. And I was also for returning first team All American. I was returning, I was like top three in defensive player of the year. Like I was, I was legit dude. You know what I mean? Now, was that I, the I was pretty good. Double A, top three in the, right? It's I was like, a top three, yeah, defensive player of the year. It's called like the Buchanan Award, I think it was. I was up for that. So I was in the, in the top three in voting for that. I had all these good things, all these good accolades coming back, and I'm star middle linebacker, and the coach comes in, and in order for him to keep control of the team, he's got to show, hey, let me put this big, bad, all-American guy in, in place. So, like, he was just 
right away, he didn't treat me like a man. He treated me like a little kid. And his goal was to put me in, you know, in a certain, certain light in front of my teammates. And I didn't take that well. If he would have talked to me like a man, put me aside, told me what he's trying to do, this and that, fine. But he does this in front of my teammates. So I didn't get get along with them well because of that. And we came to blows a couple of times. Give me it a was, story. Give me a story like that. Like we, <laughs> I legitimately grabbed a guy by his throat a couple times. Like, wait, the coach, the head coach? Yeah, the head coach. Like you grabbed I've him by been the kicked throat. out of practice. I didn't show up for a week. Like it was bad. I, I was, it was really, really bad. So I missed the game. I seen the year. It was bad. I really fought with. This I, why did you grab him by the throat though? Because he was talking to me a certain way that you wouldn't talk to your worst enemy. Talent, you know, he, he's been fired to a couple different spots because of stuff like this. So it was bad. Unless I'm not going to go into it, but it, it is what it is. He said stuff like that nowadays. He wouldn't be around. You know what I'm All saying? Right, so he was belittling you in front of everybody, and you just stood yeah. Up and I'm not, and I'm at this point, I'm a man. You know what I mean? I'm not like a little kid anymore. <laughs> you can't go yeah. to me like this. So yeah, I got a little man. That's probably listen. A lot of it, maybe. I don't know. I don't coach like that. When I coach, that's not the way I coach. I don't coach where I belittle people. My whole thing is to lift people up and make them better. And, you know, whatever they they do something wrong, I'm not going to kill well, them how about did this, it. But know? how did this affect you with going into the NFL? Well, he's the guy that has to vouch for you. Your head coach doesn't vouch for you. Your head coach doesn't put the good word in for you. Your head coach doesn't pump you up to different NFL teams, this and that. The whole thing with all the world we live in, anything is who you know. And if he's a guy telling them, this is not a guy you want on your team, he's a guy, he's a cancer, he's this, he's bad, he's got bad attitude, this and that. When you're a guy, I'm not going to say I'm a first-round draft pick. Maybe if I was a first-round draft pick type guy, then I probably would have got away with it. But I was a guy that had a little bit of attitude issues and needed to grow up a little bit. And if he's a guy telling everyone, you know, you don't want to be with a guy like this, every little thing counts. and that's who they go to to talk to about you. And they say, oh he's gosh. saying bad things. Yeah. Listen, I feel like I'm everybody loves you. I, I, how can you have kissed his ass a little bit knowing that this is going to get you to the NFL? Like, I feel like you're pretty good at getting I didn't obviously like you. think about that. I don't you know. <laughs> that was, that's something I'm thinking about when I, when I have a coach who's so like So you this think is, he literally was – like you think he was talking 100%. bad about There's you no to teams? I mean, I would too if I was him. Do you I, know I mean, for a fact that he was actually saying no, these things about you? Fact, but – it's it, he had to have, and I don't blame him. I would have said the same thing if I'm him. If he's telling the truth, I had attitude problems. I I didn't co- to, didn't uh, uh, react well to his type of coaching criticism. And in the NFL, I'm sure there are some coaches that are worse than him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then there's coaches that aren't. You know what I mean? They treat you like a man. That's it. Then I think uh, most of the NFL coaches. From what I probably hear. treat you like men, right? Yeah, yeah they treat you like, like men. Okay. Like, but it's a business. You're there to work the hard. If you're not, you're back then. It was, you know, can rip dudes, and he he ripped that. He was all about ripping dudes, telling you to get your Vaseline. He's getting in that ass. He was bad. Dude. This guy. Was, What's his name? Let's put his name out there. I'm a, I'm not, he was a good dude to me. I mean, like <laughs> he was a good dude it, to me. No, no, no. Like know. eventually we got you're along scared with of certain him. things, but I, like I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to badmouth the guy because, of the, like I said, Coach Gardy to me and some of those coaches before were like were like family to me. And they uh, they were good. And some of the assistant coaches were family to me. And I love those guys to death. 
just the head, me and the head coach did not get along, man. And, and it was a problem. And I think a lot of that was, was why I'm not playing in the NFL or why I never did. And, uh, so then take me from there. So you, but talk, to I mean, I had all the numbers too. I had like all the bench numbers, all the running numbers. What numbers did you have? Tell me the numbers. <laughs> I ran a 40 and four five. Like we were talking about, I blew up. I was two fifty five. I did two twenty five thirty times. I jumped thirty nine inches. Like I had standing vert. Like I had all the numbers. And I, you know, a lot of times you have guys with numbers, but they don't have the the stats to back it up. Like they they can't play, but they are workout warriors. I was a workout warrior, and I had the numbers. So yeah, what other reason is it? Is attitude and attitude was a thing and. I'm not going to say that I was perfect. I, I learned a lot from that from that uh, situation. But you you kind of like, you know, you so you, you you tried like once. So so go into like what happened. So you were on a team or two. Like talk about yeah, like, yeah. And why like why the whole you practice squad? Dude, I was kind of mad at what the position they put me. A lot of the NFL stuff too is the position you get put in to make those teams as a walk-on, which is basically what I was trying to do is to go to places where they hadn't draft drafted linebackers. So they're not going to, let's say they, they drafted a fourth round linebacker. They're not going to say, Oh, let's use the, the walk-on guy. If they wasted a pick on a fourth round draft pick, it's going to take that a lot for them. And it's going to look bad to the higher ups, the GM and stuff like that. They're going to get fired because like, let's say they give the job to the no. walk-on guy instead of the fourth round guy. They're yeah, going to say, why the hell did we draft this guy in the fourth money. round? We yeah. could have got somebody else and we paid all this money. So yeah. then they're going to look at that coach and he's going to be in trouble. So, you know, a lot of where I walked on, they had already drafted guys. So I had to beat them out to do that. You really have to show something. And a lot of times you're not hitting, you're not, you know, all you're really doing is just showing how quick you can pick up a system. And yeah, I could do that, but it wasn't, am I going to flash that good in front of these guys that I'm going to beat out a fourth round draft pick? Probably not. Yeah. It's like guys do it, but it's all about the situation you're in. You know what I mean? It's and all I think about, you were more of a gamer yeah. too, right? Like you feel like. Yeah, probably, but I could practice too. I knew, I mean, when it was time to get down to it, I knew how to, I, I could pick up a system and stuff like that, but I just didn't, um, I uh, didn't, didn't catch their eye enough that I could beat out a, a guy that they drafted. And that's not a bad thing. I just, agent didn't do a good f- job for me getting me in the right situation. That's all that is, getting yourself in the right situation and people you know. They're guys that walk on teams and last 20 years in the NFL because they get in the right situation. That's all it really takes. It's a, it's a business just like anything. It's a who you know. And if you get the right guy who likes you and gets behind you, then you'll make it far. I mean, you 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 gave it a shot. You were on practice, like two what two practice teams? Yeah, uh, what, what Bucks teams? and uh, Bucks, Bucks and Eagles, and then uh, Jets for a little bit, just a couple tryouts, and that was it, really. But you did pretty much give up on your football career pretty quickly, right? Pretty quick, yeah. I mean, once I got, you read the writing on the wall, they're guys that really do t- try to make it, and they'll spend years trying to make it. And some guys do make it, but it's. It's not easy. I read the writing on the wall, and I kind of was, like I said, I was upset about the whole thing. What else can I do? I had the numbers. I had the stats. I, you know what I mean? I had the, all the workouts that they wanted. I did everything they told me that they wanted from me. And I, you know what I mean? Where it comes to running fast and 
being strong and being explosive. I did everything I wanted. I was able to pick up a system fast. What else could it be? You know, it was the attitude thing. And that's not something that they're going to change their mind on overnight. So I went to a sport that I knew that it wasn't going to be some, in, <laughs> some fat guy who could, uh, <laughs> some fat guy who, you know, wear sandals to practice telling me that I could play football and not, you know, yeah. telling me how good of an athlete I am. So I went to a sport like MMA where I kind of determine my own wins and losses, where it doesn't, it's not a coach telling me, eh, he's not good enough. We'll go with someone else. It's either you're good enough or you're not. And you yeah. get in there and you, you fight it out to determine. And that's yeah, it. That is the nice thing about uh, fighting and like individual sports is that it's kind of just on you. Like I hate, that's what yeah. I hated about my football career. You know, it's like, it was all so political. I mean, I obviously yeah. could have went to the NFL. <laughs> no. Well, that's what's good about a wrestling and a football. Like you said, in football, you know, you had your other DN who, who could have been all county over you or whatever. Uh, but in wrestling, it's you go out and determine it. There's nobody voting on who's all county, who's all state, who's all whatever. It's you go and earn it. And that's what's great about a sport like wrestling an individual sport. That's the stuff I love about it. And that's the type of, uh, sports type of stuff I'd like to get any kid into because you re you go out there and you earn it, you know? Yeah. Well, so you ended up leaving football and, uh, get into mixed martial arts. And we were, we started at the same time, which is crazy. Um, yeah. And you had an amazing career, 12 years as a professional mixed martial arts, uh, fighter like what are you looking back now is there any regrets are you happy um like what's your overall uh, thoughts now after having some time after retiring on your career i mean i definitely thought if i took it a little bit more i was just the time in my life i just i took it serious but i didn't take it like as serious as you did you took it like <laughs> this was this was you know you mma was your life you watched fights you did everything i, I don't know that i ever watched a fight that wasn't you know, your steep A's or the <laughs> Aljo out, you know what I mean? Like my buddies, you know, yeah. I don't, it wasn't something that I liked it and it was cool and it was fun. I loved the people I got to meet. I had so much fun doing it, but I took it as more of a fun thing to do than a job that I was going to support my family with. And it wasn't something I needed for that. Luckily, you know what I mean? Do you think, did, <laughs> you think, I don't know. Do you think that changed over time though? Do you think that was your mindset from the get go or, because no, I, no, I look I back think, into like yeah. when you head into Strike Force, I think you were very focused. Yeah, yeah. Like, and go ahead. Yeah, loses, you... losses change that, man. Like, you know, working so damn hard, it kind of knocks you off that path of shit. I should, you know, I could be champ, this and that, it knocks you off that path. And then you think, is it really worth it? You know what I mean? Like, is it really worth the amount of dedication and 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 hard work I just put into this camp? is it really worth everything I just put into it for? And then I go get a loss and get half my money, you know, like it kind of stinks. So then I get, so then I get upset about it and I would, would bother the hell. I mean, I'm, then I, I think from there after that, you know, first, second, third loss, I'm just kind of like, and I know I did everything right. And I still get a damn loss. So if I'm poked in the eye or something stupid, I've had some really stupid losses, yeah. you know, my first yeah. loss, I dislocated my elbow. Oh, Vince St. That, that should have been I mean, your win. I've got a lot of bad losses oh, the, on my the elbow. Oh my Stupid God, things. Nasty. Yeah. You know, so um then you wonder, you know, all this all this work and dedication you put in just to get a loss, I don't know, it kind of upset me and I 
didn't take it as serious as I should have. That's probably a regret that I should have taken it a little bit serious and not, not thought about what went into it instead of, you know what I mean? I should just put that same effort in every time. Like I said, that kind of slowly, gradually got worse. Like you just said, like it wasn't something right away. I didn't give it and went and getting fought. It you think you that, slowly got worse? I think I slowly gave it less and less for sure. Really? <laughs> I liked fighting. I liked, Were you I thinking that? Great. Were you noticing that, uh, like yourself? No, no. Like I still cared, and I was still nervous before I got in. No, there. I know you were nervous. I'm talking oh, about that. training, like your training. Like I'm talking about your training. Right. In your training, did you start feeling like I'm not doing as good and I'm not working as hard as you um, as it progressed? Yeah, I probably put less hours in. I probably did less conditioning stuff. There's probably a lot of things I should have done more that I didn't. And that, did I do everything I could have, every single thing? Like, there were times where I knew I put everything I had into a training camp. There was, I had nothing else left to give in a day. And then there were times where I knew I could have given more. And I probably got, I probably got less and less as time went on. You think it was because you seen me? I would, you see how hard I would work every single day. That right could next be it. To you? That could be. And you'd be it like, "What's sure. the point?" Like <laughs> Weidman's doing that, and he's he's still the same guy. What's the point of you? you nah. I killed myself every day. He's all these and you, and you would get still get losses, and, and it sucks. Yeah, I mean that could be a part of it. You know what I mean? Like seeing what goes into it, and then wait. So did get you just admit that I work really hard? No, you did work hard. I'll give you that for sure, man. No matter what, it was easier for you to work hard, though. I'll give you that. You could say that. Why is it easier? For you, you naturally had better condition. I was naturally a more explosive, stronger athlete. You were naturally a more uh, aerobic athlete. I was naturally a more anaerobic athlete. I agree. I agree with that. Naturally, yeah. not without yeah. any work put in. That's what you are. That's what I am. And not that I'm the come- most aerobic, though. There's guys who no, I think no, have better absolutely. gifts than that. Than me, but, but you could come in after not training for like three, four weeks and be in better shape than me. And I'd be so fucking pissed. <laughs> I'd be like, what? But I also, I am a mental. I, I am like, yeah, you try to, you would get me to that point and I know wanna, that I, I got I there. I will not yeah. show that I'm tired to try to get in your head, though. Like, I, yeah. I think that's probably a bad thing. I try to, like, I break my training <laughs> partners, right? Like, mentally. That's a good thing. It's a good well, thing. I mean, but it's also, I mean, got me, I'm mentally with your head <laughs> without you uh, realizing it it's you know like i might not be in better shape than you but i'm pushing through pretending <laughs> like i am there were time then, i'm telling you, you wouldn't train at all and you come in and you'd be in better shape i'd be so pissed i'm like what all this work i'm putting in is more these conditioning sessions and he's still in better shape and it's like would f with you man it really would uh, yeah, well, there was no way I'd beat you in a bench press competition or a squat competition. Yeah, honestly, almost anything with weights. <laughs> and it's crazy because I work out with guys here now, and some of them are, you know, in the NFL and shit. And I'm like yeah. right there with all of them. And I'm like, Volante, I couldn't keep They're up with Volante with any of this crap. Yeah. Uh, Those guys are animals, man. They are, but I don't think any. I think I don't think any I don't I still to this day I don't know anybody who's a, was as naturally gifted to as you when it came yeah. at, came to as being an athlete and, and and explosivity and you were tough like most people <laughs> like you could be you could be explosive but you also were tough as hell uh-huh. like like with the injuries <laughs> and stuff tough. like not good <laughs> not smart like, I, I, I pride myself in being tough and being you know not letting people know I'm injured or whatever. 
you were on a whole different level. Like if we kicked each other at the same time, my bones hurt worse than your bones. <laughs> you know I mean, like I call you a hypochondriac. You don't call yourself this anymore. I think you're like the biggest baby when it comes to injuries in the world. If you got a, a, a cut on a paper cut on your finger, you deter you. You were pondering surgery. You're a baby when it comes to this stuff. Girl, I'm, I'm but maybe just I just consider being everyone at my best. <laughs> what? I'm, maybe listen, I consider you, everyone a baby. You're like a Lenny from Mice of Men. Like you just you <laughs> grab things and twist them and do things. Like it doesn't just doesn't hurt you. Yeah. Um, like if we're drilling, I remember I would get so mad. Like you're just, we're just you're just throwing a leg kick nice and light, and we're drilling with like Trimble, and you're supposed to just throw it to my leg, and I'm checking it and. My, you'd kill my leg, and I'm looking at you like Are you fucking kidding me. And yeah, then I try to kick told, you. Hans used to teach me that just to keep be heavy on the leg and come down hard. <laughs> so that's what I got. To, that's what I learned. Uh, that if from. you have Hans teaching you that, then that's yeah. probably why. You know, he really knows his stuff when it comes to kicking for sure. Um, let's talk about um, like you in your, in, I guess in your younger years at this point um, in college, you had some crazy times at the bar. I want to go. <laughs> let's let's talk about the knife story because you you were definitely were a dude nobody wanted to mess with uh, because you were tough and athletic and strong <laughs> and all that shit and you, and you didn't give a crap. You were willing to throw down. You're more talk, yeah. I will say, especially as you're. <laughs> uh, you have to, you have thrown down and there was some legendary fights that you have been in. And yeah, one it was every t- every time there was a fight for whatever reason, like I guess that was my reputation which was i would get called if a damn kicker on the team got into a fight he would call me if a offensive lineman on the team got into a fight he would call me i'm like why not why are you calling me to handle it yourself every damn time <laughs> yeah i got myself not in trouble but i don't know every time i ever fought no matter what it was it was always you know the street fight and stuff was always just protecting someone or helping out a friend and didn't always turn so, out well. Let's, let's so. talk about the, let's, let's do the two knife stories, or like the beer bottle one, and then the uh, the knife story. But start with the knife story because that's oh, the see. This one. could be a, another reason why I'm not in the NFL. If I tell the second, the first story was when I was I, I used to work at this bar, and I walked out this girl to her car. Girl I met at that night, super nice girl. Walk her out to her car, say good night, go back around the other side of the bar, and I see one of my buddies on the team, offensive lineman guy is huge at this guy on my team monster I, what's his name again I, i'm not putting his name on oh, yeah. I, mick whatever mick big Something old like jack that. dude big this guy is huge man he's the most biggest guy on the team and he's ready to fight these like four or five dudes are like surrounded him. i'm like this ain't good so i woke up i'm like yo get that out of here and i'm working at this bar too so you know technically i'm doing my job i'm telling him, hey get out of here you guys gotta leave blah 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 and um they're not going blah 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 they're like taking their shirts off they're ready to fight like it's this it's like the middle of the street i'm like these guys this is crazy so i snatch one guy and i try to like by snatching this one dude i'm thinking the rest of them will run off snatch this one dude i put him in like a rear naked and the other i think it was either two or three guys are on my back punching me in the side of the head you know, I'm thinking they're scratching. I just thought they had like long fingernails or whatever. And my buddy, the big packing guy, doesn't do anything. He's with his girl, making sure his girl stays away. And I'm fighting these three, four dudes. I forget oh, so how you many. had nobody with you having your back with these dudes? Well, Sean was there, but he didn't. He didn't do anything. Do anything? He kind of yeah. like 
watched it and these three, four dudes, it kind of, it was quick, but these three, four dudes are hitting me on the side of the head while I'm choking this one guy. So then once I feel him go limp or whatever, I let go and I go to like fight the other guys and be like, you know, take care of myself a little because they hit me in the side of the head. I'm kind of just like this or whatever. Yeah. And as I let go, they start, they run off. I'm like, all right. So, you know, he wasn't much he could do. It was like, wait, hang on. You put the kid to sleep, fight. right? Yeah. It was like a 15 second fight. So he's on the ground and the other three kids run off. I'm like, Oh, all right. Well, I guess that went good. Um, at least the, you know, I don't have to fight these other dudes. My buddy's like, ah, oh, thank you. He goes to walk me in the bar. He's like, I appreciate it. I'm like, ah, oh, let me get back to work. And he goes to pat me on the back and he looks at you and he's like, yo, your shirt's all ripped and you, you something's bleeding. Did you cut them? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. So then he looks and my, and my back was completely filleted. I guess the guy razor bladed me. I have 85 staples down my back. Bro, let's, <laughs> he, let's see. Let me see. Those staples. Me. Show those I'm staples. Getting up. Right Get up now. and show the staples. You're not going to be able to see it. Well, you don't think camera. so? All right. No. We'll have to go to a picture. And, um, yes, yeah, so I had like a zipper down my back. <laughs> it was no, pretty nasty. bad. It's basically from your, the, the top, like your neck all the way down to your ass, right? Yeah. It's like the middle of my shoulder blades to me. And, uh, yeah, the guy just got me from behind and ran off. And that was it. But listen, I mean, ah, I don't know. I, uh, I, I'm not going to blame them on that one. That was their fault. That was a stupid thing. They, I'm also, I'm, we're two big dudes. I would have used a weapon too. You know what I'm saying? Are you giving, <laughs> like, you're, you're saying they did the right thing? I'm a big dude, man. And but they were trying to fight guy you guys. The twice the size of me. They should have so. walked away. What are you talking about? Well, he didn't. He only thought they were fighting the one big guy. Then that, and I came from around the bar. They didn't see me coming, so. Two big guys. I, you know, I would have tried to do the same thing. Oh my god! Uh, you would step. And then the other time I happened. No, well, I'm just saying. If the guys are that big, what else are you gonna do? Yeah. And the other time I got was uh, this was the night before I went to uh, no, two days before the like pro day at Hofstra or whatever, where all the scouts come and look at you and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. And I wind up, it was like a stupid fight. Guy hit me in the head with a bottle and the bottle didn't break. So then my face came out to here. My eye went out to here because the bottle didn't break. Thank God it didn't. I went to glass my eye. And so after that, winds up being like a big brawl, like wind up fighting like five, six kids. The one dude breaks a bottle over my friend's head. And as he breaks it over his head, he stabs him in the neck with the bottle. And I tackle this kid. And as a tackle on him, he sticks the bottle in my shoulder, like, repeatedly, like, four or five times Whoa. or whatever. Effort. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And I, so I beat him up or whatever. And then I realized this, uh, my buddy got, you know, cut in the neck. After he's, he's done or whatever, I look at my friend. He's bleeding out the neck. I'm like, shoot, I'm the only sober one there. So I had to drive to the bar. And I'm, I mean, I drive to the hospital. And I'm like... All right, we're gonna get you there. We're gonna get you there. I'm like, yo, can you guys stop throwing water on me? What's going on? And nobody's like, no, no, we're not doing anything. We're just, and they're just holding his neck. I'm like, all right, we're almost there. We're almost there. I get there, and then I finally get to the hospital. And as we're walking through the emergency doors or whatever with my buddy, I'm just seeing blood everywhere. I'm like, what's going on? Blood is like like it does in the movie. I don't. That's real. I guess like, like spitting out of my arm, spitting Squirt. out of my shoulder, bro. Crazy. Like what the hell? So I wind up getting like 
80 uh, stitches in my shoulder because of the way it was a bottle. It was like really jagged or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I had uh, like 80 stitches in my shoulder. My buddy got three stitches in his neck. <laughs> he had like oh a, they God. scraped his neck. And wait, so you didn't you didn't know when you were like punching him on the ground that you were getting stabbed with a bottle? Until no, like he got me on the way down. It was like a bunch of times. Like we had like wrestled, but we were wrestling for a little bit. And as we we're wrestling, before I could get him down, he stuck me in the shoulder a couple of times. And did you know at the time he was sticking you with a bottle? No, no. I mean, your adrenaline's rushing. You just go. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, until the fight was over, until I got to the hospital, I didn't know. It. Blood spit everywhere. That is crazy. Uh, but listen, man, those are the things I was a kid. I, I don't blame that kid either. I was twice the size of that kid. Let, let's go into our last uh, our last street fight together that we had. Oh, when we beat up the bodybuilders? That was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I want, <laughs> you tell you tell the story, and I'll jump in every once in a while. Uh Oh, so this is where a night out. I don't think either one of us were drinking too heavily. And then this is like when we were – we were with George and we had a table. Yeah, yeah. We're not used to like this is like we're not used to the life of being at table service, this yeah, and yeah. that. Like we think we're the coolest guys in yeah. the world. Yeah. <laughs> and we're sitting on the bars and, and I see these guys that walk in there huge. They gotta be taller than us, like yeah. probably six four, six five, yeah. like two ninety, yeah. yoked out of them ones. Yeah. Like juiced all jack juiced, juiced up yeah. guys. Big old gold they chains. Were, yeah, yeah, they're walking through the body, shouldering people, knocking into people. And I point out to Chris, I'm like, at some point in the night, I'm gonna mess with this guy or something like that. I say to you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck with this guy. And then later on in the night, I see the guy again, and he's like bumping into people, walking through the bar, and he like knocks into me, and I kind of like threw my drink on him, like on purpose or whatever. And I'm like, oh, dude, look at this. I start patting. Oh, my God. Why is that so hard? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, yeah. I'm messing with Bro, the guy. Like, just no, yo, you smacked him on the ass. Yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, man, like you're so that. big and strong. And grabbed him by right, his shoulders. Right. And he looked he's at you like, oh, this guy touching me. <laughs> right, no one right. touches me like that. <laughs> he's being such an ass. And he must think, like, okay, something's got to be wrong with this guy that he's touching me like this. <laughs> so... I just messing with him like that. He's just bullying people. I didn't like that whole thing. He's like throwing little people around. I don't know. I just see like a big bully. And then, uh, I'm like, all right, whatever, man. <laughs> uh, uh, wait to the end of the night. And I see the guy, I can think I'm crossing the street to leave or whatever. You're like still kind of like the entrance way. I'm like crossing the street to leave. And the car pulls up. Oh, the valet pulls the car up and he's, Four juice heads get in the car. I'm like, oh god, gotta mess with Mike. And so then I start messing with them. Forget what it was. Oh, you start. You start with them again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said something like, "Oh my god, it's the monsters from inside. Yeah. You guys are scary, man. Holy, <laughs> thank God you guys are leaving. I got really nervous from before, <laughs> stuff like that, you know." <laughs> and just messing with them, like kidding around, and they're telling me how they're gonna kick my ass. Let's go outside. I'm like, we're already outside. What do you mean? And I'm like that. I'm like, like no, let's go down the blocks. And they're trying to tell me, let's go down there so no one breaks it up. So then I try getting in the car. I'm like, it's too cold. I'm not walking. Oh, that was the best line ever. Yeah. They look at and this is when I came over at this point, and uh, I'm just listening to you guys go back and forth. And he, they were like, all right, you guys want to go? You guys want to go around the block and fight? And Valente's like, yeah, but it's cold out. You mind giving us a ride? And he starts opening up their back door, and the juice heads were like, hey, don't touch my car! Don't you get in here? It was hysterical. Uh, 
So then we're kind of like both at, so Chris is at the driver's side window. I'm at the passenger side window. And no, I was at they the, don't I was get, with pass, I was at the passenger side window too with you. We, oh yeah, because so he they don't want to. Yeah. Right, they don't want to do nothing. Like <laughs> for whatever reason, they didn't want to get out of the car when it was just me. But then Chris you're comes you're, over because you're kind of scary looking. Nerdy looking Chris comes <laughs> over, and once they see Chris, the guy gets out of the car and charges Chris like he's gonna kill. Yeah. Um, uh, like they don't mess with me at all they go right after chris and chris knee picks this guy and like kind of like underhook throw i don't know something and then just starts giving him a nuggie on the ground and slapping his face around like totally embarrassing the guy and then he gets up after he totally embarrassing guy giving the nuggie telling him he feels bad for him that he doesn't have hair he's like those type of guys yeah and he get he gets up and to the biggest juice said this guy was the biggest one and he's like what you want some too I better shut your damn mouth and like because he's out of the car at this point we're yeah. all just watching the yeah. buddy get nuggied and he's like no 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 I'm good man I'm good I'm good and then they got in the car and left. Yeah, it was typical like Volante like you would, yeah, you would it. you didn't give a crap like it would take a lot for you to actually fight somebody me I'm a little bit. <laughs> Like I'm not gonna start anything, yeah. but if I if I, someone's saying like being disrespectful to me or the people I'm with, I'm like, all right, are we fighting? All right, let's go. And uh, <laughs> we were that, 22 year old kids at the time, 23 year old yeah. kids. I mean, it was bad. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was. Funny. We don't. I don't promote that stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not. That's not. And notice, I didn't punch him one time. I because the you know, it's dangerous. You know, people we could die like that. Um, all right. So you you finished your you had a your great MMA career. Let's talk about let's talk about your retire retirement life and what that what what's yeah so now I'm back in school going from <laughs> that was pretty funny so last year I decided I'm gonna go back and I had like when I did the NFL stuff like I went and gave it my all man I and I went and gave it more I had a semester left of college I dropped out of college and I went and gave it my all lived on a farm did everything right put on the weight did everything right. And it didn't work out for me, like I said. So when I knew I was done, I was done. And then, so I had a semester left in college, so I went and I had to finish it. Uh, I started um, in the spring last year. Um, and then I, so I wound up fin finishing like 15 credits between the spring and the fall of this year. Um, and then uh, this spring, I just started, I've been uh, student teaching, so... That's pretty cool. It's pretty funny to watch me back in class, like actually with notes. I got a three ring binder. Everything's awesome. <laughs> yeah, what so, is that like going back um, with all definitely these young kids man. being in college at thirty six? Yeah. You've had a career yeah, already. You know, I mean, people know who you are. Like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. I love. I mean, I, I liked it. I had a great time. All my all the people I'm with are awesome. All the kids in class are cool, um, and they all help me out if I need help with anything. But like going back, I wish I. Love school this much the first time around. Obviously, you know, old people will always tell you that, but I wish I figured out that, hey, this is something that's, you know, will help you out in life and it's good to do good. And I, uh, I just didn't take it as serious as I should have the first time around. So I'm loving school now, I'm actually learning a lot and uh, can't wait to start a career, man. Next thing is, uh, you know, going to school to be a teacher. So, I'm doing a lot of coaching right now, and then I'm and I'm doing a student teaching in Amityville right now, which I love, having so much fun. 
uh, these kids are great. I'm in with third to fifth graders, and it's oh, the really? best thing in the world. So you're doing a little bit with elementary school kids, then you got to go like junior high, high school. Third right? to fifth grader, then I go to the high school. I'm gonna go out there and I coach wrestling. So I think we just finished now. States are over. I'm gonna do a couple off season tournaments with the guys, but that's really it. And then uh, times a lot better now to be able to get things done. But um, yeah, I'm loving the student teacher. I can't I think elementary is where I'm at, man. Uh, you know how I am with being a big little kid. So no, you're, you're great, so much you're fun. Great with kids. <laughs> what do you like? Is it hard going from fighting into like a job like this, like a normal job, just being a teacher and coaching? Um, because the highs of a fighter are probably like nothing else, and the lows of a fighter mm-hmm. are like nothing else. So to go from something like that to something where you're not really gonna have those crazy highs wow. again is that is that weird? No, I welcome normalcy, man. I I can't wait to have some of that. Like, I'll get my highs from watching my son or my daughter do something great. You know, um, I've had my my share. I'm good with the ones I had, and 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 I'm good with never having any of those blows again. You know, so I'll get I'll get that stuff from watching my kids, and even watching some of the kids that I coach. I'm sure that'll be just as much competition for me. Especially, you start to really like. Now with the football and wrestling and stuff, you really like love these kids, man. Really want to see them do well when you're coaching these guys. And um, I'll get just as high doing that. Watching, I probably get more high watching one of my guys win the counties or win the states, or even a guy who placed in the counties who wasn't supposed to type thing. You know what I mean? I'll get more high out of that than I will get in a win now time. Cause I've had those stuff. Now this is something new for me and I'm loving this, man. I'm telling That's you the awesome. highs I've had wrestling, watching some of the guys on the team this year, kids I had a kid take third in the County this year that should not have taken third in the county. So, you know what I mean? And just a hard working dude, anything you tell him to do, he'll do it. And that's the type of stuff that you love, man. That's where I'm getting my highs right now. And so do I miss that stuff? Not really. Like that's, that's, I'm getting it there. I really am. I'm still getting it. So, yeah, that's awesome. Coaching to me is so much fun. And then, and even teaching, watching when you could get some of these kids to do certain things. It's just like, it's awesome when you get a, you know, maybe a special needs kid and have them shooting basketball hoops with you and they become your best friend, holding their hand, walking around class all day. It's sometimes the highs you get out of that are new, new highs that I, you know, didn't realize. We're just as good as some of those other ones. I'm telling you, just as some, just as good, if not better. They really are something. You got to love what you're doing, and I really do. And like I said, being able, some of these kids do some of these things, things that they didn't think they could do, and they go and achieve it. It's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, I'm happy for you, man. I think uh, yeah, it's exactly it, what really you're. Do. I think you kind of always knew that you'd fold. This would be what you end up doing, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's something I always had a. Uh, a desire to do and a love to do and something I would pass. Like, you know, like love watching kids and I had more fun sometimes and more, more of that same feeling of winning, watching you or watching Steve being in your corners for that type of stuff. That was just as thrilling to me being there and coaching that stuff than it was doing it yourself. So doing that stuff as a coach or as a guy that helped them get there along the way is the best thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the change that you made in your life because uh, everyone that knows you, it was the most drastic change, change, something that this? people could never imagine. You you were like the Rob Gronkowski of, of mixed martial arts <laughs> as far as like 
going out, you were single and mingling, you were you were yeah. the life of the party, just out a lot, uh, you know, whatever. Like right. girls like to hang out, you know, around you. <laughs> <laughs> you did pretty good as hard as okay. painful as you know, at the end of the day, sure. we're both married and got kids now, so we could say I could say this, you know. But like out of nowhere, you completely changed and nobody would have ever guessed because next thing you know, you get Katie. You guys have a baby and you don't go out anymore. You're not interested in anything <laughs> yeah, no else desire other than your family. Either, like, like, yeah. like how did that from like you're in high school, you have these habits of being that guy who's out and about mm-hmm. and like the life of the party and everybody wants to hang out with you. And then 15 years later, basically, you just switch it off. Like, how does that happen? I guess I had my fill probably a while ago. I had my fill of it and you meet the right one, man. That's all it took. And I guess everyone says that as like a cheesy way, but Katie's awesome. And she can let me, she, she holds it down. She really does. And she was the best thing ever that happened to me. And she holds it down. Like you wouldn't believe, man, she's the greatest thing. And that's really what got me here is, is her. <laughs> and wasn't that like, you know, I was looking for that or anything. It just happened. And we were perfect. And she was perfect for me. Um, and, that's how it got there. I know people say that all the time. It's cheesy, but that's really, you know, how it was for me. And yeah, I did love all that. And I was pretty good at being that guy and having, you wanted to have a good time and you were in the UFC. You knew to call me up. <laughs> we were going to go have a good time. Yeah. Um, no matter what we were doing, you know, I'm sure a lot of guys could tell you stories of me just us walking around a casino, having fun or something like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I was always that type of guy, and I'm still a fun guy. That's not, I don't have that those same desires to go drinking this and that, having fun doing that. I have fun at home with my wife and my kids. That's it. That's what's fun to me now. That's the funnest thing I can see myself yeah. doing. All my friends, they get you know upset. You know, they want to go do this, they want to do this. My wife has to do that, or my wife's got to take me. There. No, I'm no. I'd much rather be with her and them. You know, I love it. I know it's a little cheesy, but that's really where I'm at now in life. So, well, it's awesome. It's like yeah, no, you, you, you know where you're at. You're happy with it. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. pretty. It's pretty awesome. Um, let's yo, did you see what happened with Kane? Yeah, bro. Oh my bro, god, what you I, everyone about? talks about. I love that Dana said that. That's a good Dana quote. That what did said. Dana say? Everyone talks about. You know, if this, if you were in this situation, what they would do, and Kane went and did it. Then, I mean, of course. You're telling me you're not going to do that same thing? I mean, oh, 100%. 100%. Bro, the guy was left Every out single guy. after three days. It's insane, man. And a hundred whole... times, and I think legally we're not allowed to say if it was his son or daughter or what it was. I, know. But well, it, I don't it, give a shit if relative, it was his next door neighbor. I mean, five, whoever. I mean, five or four-year-old kid over a hundred times, and you find out it's a 41-year-old guy who's in the house where your kid's at daycare. Dude, there's no way. In it. Bro, nope, and he gets it. out three days later. So now you have to go on with your life knowing that this guy who did this to your kid is just free without any ramifications yeah, yeah. walking around. Like he needs to die. You need to oh, take the – like if there is yeah. no law, you need to take the law in your own hands. The thing that sucks is that he shot the wrong guy. <laughs> uh, he was – did you read the stories? He's chasing the car down. So – yeah. How do you stop a car? You can't beat it. Everyone's like, why did he, why did he shoot? Why did he, why does he need a gun? He's came for last because how the hell do you stop a car? You can't beat up a car. So he's trying to stop the car so he can freaking destroy the guy. Well, I think what, what people are trying to say is like, if he had a clear mind, okay, let's find this guy when he's alone and I'm going to beat the shit out of him. 
But when you have a, a rage, he doesn't have a clear mind. Yeah, no, there's no you're way. You're raging, bro. Someone, yeah. basically, the, the worst the possible way. thing to someone that you love more than anything in your life. Mm-hmm. Your job is to protect that, and oh, and man. man, bro, it makes me sick to my stomach. And to know, it's not bro, even as being like, and, and happened in California. Kids. Yeah, if that happened to someone I knew who's kids or anything like that, I'm doing that. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm like, yeah, yeah. disgusting. <laughs> Insane. And now they're talking about it's like 20, 25 years in prison, bro. And I'm sure you'd happily do it. But if you're a fucking judge, if, he if you're a guy, jury, how do you ever, how do you convict something like that? Well, I saw the judge write something like this is, I saw the judge, some judge put out a statement saying, this is why you don't try to take the law into your own hands. Like and that made Why? me mad. Well, in California, well, what you have to because you, you the guy gets let out let out after three yeah. days of molesting to go, a kid a hundred times to go times. live at his <laughs> to go back I mean, there so he, some other kids could get molested. Like <sighs> if the law is not working and it happens to you, what are you going to do about it? It doesn't matter just because what the he guy needs, says. Sorry, and he's that out dude of jail needs now to be with his over? family. Like oh. this, Cain Velasquez, bro. He's like just. I, he's probably my favorite fighter of all time. All due respect yeah. to Steve Miocic because we yeah. became close friends and Steve is super competitive. But <laughs> Cain Velasquez, like watching him, he, he was inspiring for me because he was just a workaholic and he would just break these bigger, stronger, better athlete mm-hmm. guys and became a multiple-time world champion doing it. And everyone in the room, that anybody who ever seen him in the room, they were like blown away. He would outwork everybody, all the smaller guys, out-sprint everybody. And I seen a quote from somebody in AK saying that out of all the years Kane has been in uh, that gym, not one tantrum, not one anger, no, anger, not that anger guy moment. at all, man. Nope, nope. Like he's not a guy who he could hold his emotions in like really well. Dude, I I've had plenty of tantrums in yeah. the world. You know what I mean? Like when I did the the Ultimate Fighter show, the show I was just talking about with Steve yeah, yeah. on Steve That's right. He was on Cormier's coaching staff, so we were close for two, three months, whatever it was, and dude, not. The guy was, A, the biggest gentleman. Obviously, I love the guy to death. So I actually got to know someone. And when someone told me, so told, sent me that text, they didn't have any information. Cain Velasquez arrested for attempted murder. And while I'm, like, I'm guaranteeing you this, Cain was one of the best guys I've ever met. Super good dude, down to earth, family guy, best freaking guy I know. It, there's got to be more to this story. There has to be. It's not just he, he went all right, I need, you know, go shoot a guy. He's not that guy. He is not the furthest thing from that guy. I yeah. knew there had to be more. And once I heard this, it made a lot of sense. Really yeah, he retired. He's he is such a good family. dude, man. Yeah, like he, I'm telling man. you, I, Kane is the man. He didn't come out one night when we were in Vegas. You know how I like the party. I'm trying to yeah. drag him with me. He, yeah. all, he didn't want But he would hang out with him. That's freaking good. We'd have some drinks at the house. He was the coolest guy. Man. I freaking love Kane, dude. He yeah. really is. As good of a fighter as he's a better dude, man. Seriously, he really is. And that's it, that's what everybody says. Horrible about thing to to see, man. I'm telling you, I, I met him close up. I can speak from personal experience about this guy. He's an awesome, awesome dude. He really is. And I've been, you can ask Katie, man. It's been really messing me up with what. Me too. What's been going on in the And how people could, are trying to. I know the illegal people will tell me how it was the wrong thing to do, man. I just don't know how. That you're a parent, that you could say that's the wrong thing. To no, do. I think if you're a parent and you put yourself in his shoes and you're being honest, I don't care what you know background you have. Yeah. You have to. You can't say you wouldn't have tried to do the same thing. A million times out of a million times, I'm doing. Maybe that you think you would more calculated and all these different things. I don't know. I don't day, think like, I'd be calculated either. I don't think I'd be trying to like 
think it took think it out and be like, all right, this is how. No, I'm I, I'm hitting the rage button, bro. I yeah. mean, did, yeah. I, I don't I don't know if he sat through court when this was going on. Like, it's not making it past that. You know what I'm saying? I know, like, I know. I know. Like, there's no bailiff stopping me. <laughs> it's not happening. Uh, hey, I appreciate yeah, you coming know, on, that man. This screws is awesome. me up, man. Uh, do you edit this thing or what? How, yeah, how it's going to be edited and stuff like that for sure. But um, uh, why? I miss you, man. I miss you too, buddy. Love you, man. Yeah. I got to go uh, go pick up Mason from the groomer and bring Colton and them uh, to practice. What, do you just shave them? Uh-huh. No, did you no, do see, shave them? No, they just brush them out and stuff. I don't know. Um, um, all right. Are you coming up here this summer or I'm coming down there? Bro, you were supposed to come out. You were, we were supposed to go on vacation together. You In April me. for Easter? That thing, yeah, yeah, dude. I'm not even another month left. I'm almost done. All right, all right, buddy. It was good Mission. To you. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, you know, I have a great time hanging out with Volante, busting his balls, uh, reminiscing on some old times. He's the salt of the earth type of guy. Um, I'm blown away on how he has changed his life from being that ultimate bachelor to just a family man who is very devoted to that. Um, Very happy for him. Uh, I'm excited for his future, you know, being a uh, phys ed teacher and a wrestling coach, a football coach. And uh, I'll be back next week with another great guest. But until then, I'm Chris Weidman, and this is Won't Back Down. Thanks for listening.